back to another episode of It Doesn't Really Mather. I'm your host, Savannah Mather, and I'm recording from my bed today because I am down so bad. <laughs> um, in my last episode, I talked about how I fucked up my ribs pretty bad from snowboarding, um, and I thought that they were getting better, so I went snowboarding again yesterday, and I fell on them again. <laughs> And they're definitely not better. If anything, they're a lot worse. And I should probably go to the doctor. Am I? Probably not. But (laughs) Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to rest and hopefully, like, pray that they're not broken. I don't, I still don't think that they are. But at this point, I don't know. And I also have whiplash so bad in my neck. So I have a ice pack sitting on the back of my neck propped up on my pillow. But aside from all of that, I also had a graduation party last night. My best friend here at school, Cher, threw me a party with all of my friends, and it was amazing. No one has ever, like, thrown a party for me before, like, even for a birthday or anything like that. So it just felt really good to have everyone that I love in like the same place and to see everybody for one last time before I leave because I'm leaving this week. It's my last week at school and it's so bittersweet, mostly bitter. (laughs) I'm really sad. I'm really, really sad. And I've been telling all of my friends, especially the friends that I've gotten really close with this past semester, that it sucks so much because this is the first semester where I really felt like I like belonged at CU and I was genuinely really happy and it was the last one and now I have to pick up and leave and I feel like I I know I talked about this in my last episode too but it it feels so unfair you know I finally found the people who I love to surround myself with and who I genuinely want in my life and now I have to go drive across the country again and you know live back home for for a little bit until I figure out what I'm doing with my life but as sad as it is I know that I'm gonna come back out to Boulder to visit and I it's not gonna be the last time that I see everybody but it is it is really I don't know it's really overwhelming because I'm preparing for this major milestone in my life, you know, to be done with school, like, officially, and take on whatever's next. But it's all good. It's, it's, you know, as cliche as it is, everyone says that all good things must come to an end, but at the same time, I don't want to look at this as the end. I want to look at it as, you know, just a little footnote or, like, a, a break in whatever chapter, you know, this is in my life. But anyway, I wanted to keep this episode pretty low-key. I hope everyone is happy and healthy. I hope you're finishing out finals strong. Keep taking care of yourselves. Keep pushing forward. I know that this past year has been a lot for everybody. It's you know, it's, it's been, 
it's been crazy, I think, for, for the entire world. It's been a really crazy year, but we just have to look forward onto the next big thing. And, um, you know, I always like to say, like, we can only go up from here. So I thought for today's episode we would do something a little bit different. I am absolutely obsessed with this card game called We're, We're Not Really Strangers. If you haven't heard of it before, um, it's basically a, it's kind of like a conversation starter card game. So you're supposed to play it with another person or multiple people. And there's three different levels of cards. Let me pull these out. Oh, shit. So there's level one, perception. Level two, connection. And level three, reflection. So you take turns, you pull one card um, from each level as you go, you know, back and forth between your turns, and it'll ask a question that, or it'll, it'll prompt you with a question that you ask your partner or whoever you're playing with, and they can get pretty deep, and they require a lot of self-reflection, and, you know, it, it's designed to help you make sort of a connection with someone and prompt these conversations that you maybe otherwise wouldn't have organically but I can still play this by myself and just answer them on this podcast just because I I think that this is really an amazing game and this episode isn't even sponsored by this card game although I would absolutely love it if it were I just think that it's it's honestly something that has helped my past relationships like even with just my friends playing it with them and um it can really make you learn about someone in like an extremely new way so let's get into it also I just (laughs) I just listened back to the first part of this episode the one I just recorded and I'm so sorry. I sound like I'm dying. <laughs> I am just in so much pain all over my body. And I was also up until four in the morning last night. And I think I have drank my entire body weight over the past three days. So bear with me. I'm so sorry. I sound I sound terrible right now. But I promise you I feel I feel good. <laughs> I don't feel great, but, like, I'm doing good. <laughs> okay. So, the first card I pulled is, when was the last time you surprised yourself? The last time I surprised myself was with this podcast. Um, this was an idea that I had for a really long time that I, I knew that I always wanted to do. And it was kind of, like, just one of those pipe dreams, I guess. Um, it seemed like something that would be cool to do but like realistically was I ever going to actually do it you know was I ever going to actually go out and buy the podcasting equipment and download the audio recording software and come up with a name like was I really going to do it and then I did Um, and it all kind of came together within a matter of days and I yeah I I was terrified when I first started this podcast because I 
thought people were going to judge me. I know people probably are judging me who are listening to this and that's fine. But yeah, I think I was just really worried about how people were going to see it. You know, like was was it even going to be good? Do I even have anything interesting to say? Do people even care about anything that I'm talking about? And I just said, fuck it. This is something that I have wanted to do for a long time and there's nobody telling me that I can't do it besides myself. And if I don't do it, I'll never know what could come out of it. And so far it's been really great. Um, I don't have thousands of listeners by any means or anything like that. And this podcast might never even go anywhere. It might not get bigger. It, it, you know, it might not blow up or anything like that. And that's fine. I'm not really doing this right now to become famous off of it. Yeah, that would be awesome. But I'm mostly doing this for me. It's a creative outlet that I've always wanted to explore. And I don't know, I just, it makes me happy to do this. And so really, that's all that matters. But yeah, starting this podcast is is the last time that I surprised myself because I honestly didn't really think that I had it in me to just, you know, fucking go for it. I had no plan, no direction. I just knew that I wanted to do it. So I did. (laughs) Okay, the next card is, is there a feeling that you miss? Yes. (laughs) There are a lot of feelings that I miss, but the first one that comes to mind is driving in my car with all of my friends with the windows down and blasting music and singing along. I feel like that if I could describe my high school experience in one sentence, I feel like that would be it. There is no better feeling than being in a car with your friends and screaming at the top of your lungs to any song and just feeling so happy and like so euphoric in that moment because you're all just vibing together. I hate using that word, but everyone's just having fun and I don't know. There's just something so amazing about like that one moment with your friends so I miss that I miss that a lot okay the next card is what's been your happiest memory this past year and that's a really hard question but honestly I think it might have been last night being with all of my friends from school and even though it was really sad because I knew that I had to say goodbye to so many people. It was a feeling that I hadn't had in forever of just being surrounded by people who were proud of me and were like super happy to see me graduate early and to go on and take this next step in my life. I mean, the amount of love and support that I have from all of these people is overwhelming and I never really realized it until I saw everybody in the same room and everyone just seemed so happy for me and I don't want that to sound selfish but it felt 
I don't know. I, I felt, I felt loved and I felt, you know, I had a support system of all of these people who, who just wanted to be there for me and who wanted to celebrate me. And I was so like overwhelmed with all of it. It, it was such an amazing feeling. And I, yeah, I, I wish I could relive it again because I'm so thankful for all of those people that I've met here at school and who have become a part of my life and they are the ones that are making this transition and me leaving so hard and it's it sucks but I'm also really grateful for that because it can be hard to find people who make leaving so difficult it just comes to show that these are people who came into my life for a reason and who made me super happy and you know leaving them sucks but there is some I guess hidden beauty in that you know to have that relationship with someone and that connection with so many people that it makes it so hard to go I think that's a pretty special thing how would you describe the feeling of being in love in one word intoxicating I don't know if I should expand on that, but being in love is one of the most electrifying experiences in the world, but it's also terrifying, and it's messy, and it's complicated, and yet you can never get enough of it, and it's, I don't know, it, it's beautifully terrifying. <laughs> What would your younger self not believe about your life today? Probably that I'm confident and that I'm really proud of myself and where I am. When I was younger, I was very insecure. I mean, I've always been insecure, as everyone is, but growing up, I, I don't know, I had, I had body image issues. I was very self-conscious about my personality and my home life I always compared myself to other people and everything that they had um, I think that after my parents got divorced when I was a lot younger I started to internalize all of these feelings of shame because no one else that I knew had parents who were divorced. So it was, you know, it made me a little bit different from everyone else. And I was going through these massive changes in our family dynamic that were uncomfortable and sad. And, you know, when your parents get divorced when you're really young, that completely alters the way you grow up in your childhood childhood experience and it's not that I look back on that experience and I hate it by any means but you know my parents had to had to struggle in order to still provide for my brothers and I and they did everything that they could to keep us still you know kind of like as a family so I think that after 
all of that happened and going through that, I just, I don't know, I started feeling even more insecure about life in general and over the stupidest things um, because I just compared myself to everyone else's life who, which looked perfect on the outside, but who knows, they were probably all going through their own shit too. You just wouldn't recognize it. But I'm really proud today to, you know, be really confident in the person who I am and to not feel ashamed about my flaws and my insecurities and all of that because it just makes me fucking human and I I I love who I am. It's taken me a really long time to get to this place to accept that. But I'm so happy that I can say that now because if you had asked me a few years ago, I wouldn't have been able to say that. How can you become a better person? I can become a better person by opening up more. I close myself off to people very, very easily. And I think that sometimes I can come off as not the most inviting person in the world. And it's not because I don't want to. It's, I think that it's really hard for me, or it takes me a while to warm up to people. And I'm, I don't know, I'm just one of those kinds of people who, when you meet me, it's like I'm, I'm one person when you meet me. I'm usually like very shy, pretty to myself, um, nervous, and then you get to know me more and I open up more and I'm more relaxed, I'm more welcoming, more conversational, and then once you really get to know me, then I'm, you know, a completely different person. I'm actually like myself around you. But if I don't give people that opportunity right off the bat, sometimes I think they just assume that I want nothing to do with them or that, you know, I'm completely closed off and that's just who I am. And I hate that. I think that's why I struggle sometimes, like, just going out and randomly meeting new people and, like, becoming friends with them. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't I don't know what it is. I, I get scared and I don't really talk much. Maybe it's because I feel like they're not interested in me or, like, I don't know, because I'm also one of those people where I don't really talk until unless I'm spoken to. So unless someone comes up to me and asks me something, I rarely kind of like interject or start a conversation, I guess, which is a terrible trait to have. But um, yeah, I, I think that if I become more open with people and more trusting then I think that I can build better relationships and also people would perceive me as a better person. What title would you give this chapter in your life? That's another really hard question. Um, you're exactly where you're meant to be. I think that's what I would call it. Ooh, wild card. Okay, press shuffle on your music library. Explain the first song that comes up. Jesus Christ. Okay. This could be really good or really embarrassing, but let's find out. (laughs) 
Someday by Sugar Ray. It's a great song. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's much to explain about that. I think I added this song into my playlist like years and years ago in high school. Um, I went through like a surf rock phase. I, I still am. I still love surf rock and indie rock. And I was listening to so many like 90, late 90s, early 2000s um, kind of like ska reggae bands. And um, Sugar Ray is definitely up there. I listen to a lot of them and like Third Eye Blind and Smash Mouth, all of those bands. But yeah, it's a great song. Okay, that wasn't that bad. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. What is a dream you've let go of? Um, for a long time, I honestly always wanted to go into videography, but I never owned a nice camera. I don't even think I've ever really owned a camera in general, but I do wish that in school I had taken classes on videography and film production because I'm so interested in it and fascinated by it. And I have so many friends who are so amazingly talented at film production. And I see, whenever I see what they create, I'm just, I'm in awe by the things that they do. And I used to want to do that so badly. I used to want to work on documentaries, um, like especially nature documentaries. So, I don't know, I guess that's just something that I missed I missed the opportunity to kind of dive into that. But at the same time, I don't think it's ever too late to start something new. But I don't think I'm going to be a professional videographer anytime soon. What question are you trying to answer most in your life right now? Oh my gosh. Um, why do we always meet the right people at the wrong time. That's something I've been battling with a lot lately. If anyone has an answer, let me know, because I sure as hell have not found it yet. Are you missing anyone right now? Do you think they are missing you too? Yes. I miss someone a lot. I don't know if they miss me too. Okay, the next card is, how are you really? Honestly, fucking fantastic. I, I have never felt, well, no, I shouldn't say that. I haven't felt this happy in my life in a really long time. And... If you listen to any of my earlier episodes, you would know that I've been dealing with a lot. And those were definitely the hardest parts of this past year. And I was really sad and I was struggling a lot. And um, But the, the thing is, is that I think coming out of that, you know, from such like a low point and going through so much like internal awareness and 
self-reflection and kind of rediscovering who I am and myself and what I want has made me so happy. I feel like I'm always in a good mood now. (laughs) Not always, but I just, I don't know. I, I think that a lot of times when we go through really tough things, we never see an end in sight. And I certainly didn't. I didn't think that I was going to feel better for a while. And it's it's not that it doesn't still get to me. You know, all of the things that I worry about and I stress about. But I feel okay. I don't feel like the entire world is against me anymore. And I think a huge part of that can really be credited to my friends and my family and the support system that I never even knew I had. And letting myself just be vulnerable and allow myself to feel sad in front of them and to rely on them for help. And, you know, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy to me how life works because it's like as soon as this bad thing happened to me or you know as soon as I was in like a low point everything that was good that could have possibly made me feel better happened so I don't I don't know if that's just luck or a coincidence or if maybe the universe really does work in your favor sometimes I don't know. All I do know is that I am incredibly happy where I am right now. And I'm so glad that I get to say that. If you could get to know someone in your life on a deeper level, who would it be and why? I think my mom. And that might shock some people because, you know, they're your mom. Like, you sh- you should know them on a, a super deep level. But, I don't know, I my My mom is a godsend. She is the most amazing woman I've ever known, will ever know. And she is so fucking strong and resilient and intelligent and just amazing. And yes, we have have a great relationship, but at the same time, I also feel like she's always just looked at me as, you know, the child. And so we have a very standard parent-to-kid relationship. But I want to know who she is, not just as my mom, but as a human being. Because I think that's something that we forget a lot, is that our parents are, like, real people. (laughs) And who have really complex lives and who also struggle through their own shit. And I know my mom does too. And yeah, I don't know. I just I just want to sit down on the couch and have a glass of wine with her and just talk like friends. So I'm going to do that. That's that's going to be my goal when I get home from college. I'm going to start doing that because I love my mom. She'll always be my best friend. What lesson took you the longest to unlearn? That's hard. Um, I think 
I think that in my relationships, whether platonic or romantic, I always thought that in order to make them work, you had to sort of alter yourself in order to make them happy because relationships are about sacrifice, right? And sometimes you have to make them in order to make it work. But sometimes you lose who you are in order to make them happy. And in return, you're not happy. So then what's the point? So I think that instead now I've learned not to do that and to stay true to the person that I am, you know? You can have it all or you can have nothing because I don't want to be somebody else for them because that's not fair to me and it's also not fair to that person. You know, I want people in my life who love me and who want to be around me because of me, (laughs) because of who I am, not because of who they want me to be. Do you think the image you have of yourself matches the image people see you as? Absolutely not. <laughs> I I think people see me I, I don't know actually. I think that people who don't really know me and who only see like my Instagram or something like that definitely have a preconceived notion of who I am that's completely different. And then yeah, I also just think you know, if, if you're not really close to me, then you don't see me as who I am, or at least how I see myself, you know. But then again, I I guess this, this can apply to really close relationships too. I think that we all see ourselves differently. We're all really hard on ourselves, for one. We're, we are our biggest critics. So while they see all of the amazing things about you, you tend to focus on all of your flaws and the things that are wrong. So I think that we all doubt ourselves more in our own eyes than the people who love us do, you know, no matter what. But I do definitely think that people who would only see me on Instagram and never met me in person or who don't know me well would have a very different perception of me than than who I actually am. But that's universal. I think that really goes for everybody. Okay, this will be the last card that I pull. And it says, what do you recommend I let go of, if anything? But I'm going to address this question as if I'm talking to you guys. Um, so what would I recommend to you all to let go of, if anything? And I would say let go of your fears as easy as, you know, it may sound. It's obviously a lot harder to do. But for so long in my life, I was terrified of the future. That's my biggest biggest insecurity in my life is my future. And also just being scared of failure and not living up to people's expectations And also letting myself down and not making myself happy and doing what I want to do for me. Because I'm a huge people pleaser. I love to do what I think everyone else wants and to make others happy. 
you know, because it makes them feel proud or because it looks good, but it's not fulfilling for you. So then there's no point in doing it, right? I was always so scared of that. I was scared of the judgment and of, you know, the possible disappointment that I would give people. I think that for so long, I perceived success as making other people proud of me. But I never thought about it in terms of making myself proud. And once I let go of that fear, that fear of what other people think and what they want me to do, I feel like a massive weight has been lifted off of my shoulders. And if anything, I feel even more in control of my life. Yes, it's uncertain right now. Everything is uncertain. I don't know where I'm going to get a job. I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't know so many things. But I let go of the fear of feeling pressure from other people to have all of my shit figured out. When in reality, I don't even really want to have it figured out right now. I'm just finally staying present and enjoying every moment and day that I have right now while I'm still at school and taking everything just just one day at a time. I'm figuring it out as I go. I don't need to have this intense plan for myself of my future and what I need to do. And I felt like I needed one for so long. But what I've learned through life is absolutely fucking nothing ever goes to plan anyway. So why try to rely on something that can easily go wrong? Why not just figure it out as you go? And it's even that in itself is scary. I totally understand. Not having a plan is very stressful. But if you have any fear over any anything, whether it's your future or school, a relationship, whatever it is, just let it go. It's holding you back far more than it is pushing you forward. And once you learn how to get over it, you will feel so much better, so much more independent and in control. And those fears are honestly what holds us back the most from discovering our potential and who we really are meant to be. I think that's the biggest lesson I've also learned this past year. I was scared of so many fucking things. And I let those fears control my decisions in my life and control my relationships and my friendships and everything. It was and it was miserable. I was never happy with anything that I was I was doing because I was I was choosing to do something based off of wanting to have their approval. I never made a decision just for myself based off of what I wanted to do. And so I let go of that and I'm doing great. <laughs> Life's good. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I I feel a thousand times better. So if there really was any advice I could give to any of you who are listening, it would be that. 
Just say fuck it. You have one life to live. It's your life. You're the only one who's got to live in it. Just fucking do you. Do what you need to do for you. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. When next week's episode comes out, as long as I have one, (laughs) I will be on my way back home to Connecticut. Um, So that's exciting and also depressing. (laughs) Uh, I don't want to go back. I want to stay. I want to stay here so badly, but gotta do what I gotta do. But this isn't the last time that Colorado is going to see me. I'm going to be back very soon. And who knows? Maybe I'll end up getting a job out here. I hope so. But until then, talk to you guys next time. Bye.